It's the Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels, and uh, today, today we're going to go back in time because we're going to find out just how long they've been messing with people's immune systems, what they're doing now, and of course, where they intend to take us. As always, I am right. So, gird your loins, sit down, because I'm going to be talking. This comes from Ireland. National HIV and AIDS Archives. A lot of articles here from the 11th to the 15th of May in 1987. So a long time ago. The first article here comes from the Evening Herald, May 11th of 87. There's a theory that AIDS was caused by the worldwide vaccination of smallpox had been, oh, had been dismissed as bizarre speculation. However... Scientists are could potentially be looking at different evidence. Two lines of evidence were quoted in support of the theory. The first was that a U.S. military recruit rapidly developed AIDS following immunization against smallpox. The second was that those countries in Central Africa worst effective, affected by AIDS are the countries in which most smallpox vaccinations were performed during the eradication program, and with shared needles. Notice how this is where it all starts. Shared needles. Shared needles. That's what causes it. Did vaccinate. This is from the Evening Press, May 11th of 87. Did vaccination for smallpox cause AIDS? They say the smallpox vaccination used in in a 13-year campaign of immunization could be to blame for activating the virus infection HIV, which can lead to the killer disease. The WHO, here we go again, which led the drive against smallpox, is studying the connection. A medical advisor said, I thought it was just a coincidence until we studied the latest findings about the reactions, which can be caused by vaccinia. The smallpox vaccine. Now I believe the smallpox vaccine theory is the explanation to the explosion of AIDS. And that was from, they don't say who, but a medical advisor to the World Health Organization. But doctors are divided. Of course they are, because some of them are on the take. The coincidence between this anti-smallpox campaign and the rise of AIDS was discussed privately at the World Health Organization. But, of course, the possibility was dismissed. However, as epidemiologists gleaned more information about AIDS from reluctant Central African countries, clues began to emerge. The new findings uh, examined against the health and detail known about smallpox. So on and on, big article, uh, and uh, basically they come to the conclusion that the vaccine for smallpox could very well have led to AIDS. World Health Organization seeks evidence of linking that to AIDS. Blah, blah, blah. Smallpox. This is, uh, what is this from? Times. 11th of May. Once again, smallpox vaccine triggered AIDS virus. This is by Pierce Wright. The AIDS epidemic may have been triggered by the mass vaccination campaign. The World Health Organization masterminded a 13-year campaign studying new scientific evidence suggesting that immunization of the smallpox vaccine, vaccinia, awakened the unsuspected dormant human immunodefense virus infection. Some experts fear that in obliterating one disease, another was transformed 
from a minor epidemic illness of the third world into the current pandemic. They've been talking about this since 1987 in one form or another. Even back then, they knew that vaccines could have very serious side effects. And even though a vaccine may stop what it is marketed as stopping, it could potentially give somebody a really, really bad reaction in another direction, making them more susceptible to different diseases. We've known this for a long time because we are critical thinkers here on the Last Call podcast with Chris Michaels. Of course, you got a whole bunch of scientists that say, uh, no, you can't do it, and there's, it's impossible to link the two. It's just insane. How could you link the smallpox vaccine with AIDS? It's just outrageous. and you know, it's, the, it's the usual stuff. It is the usual stuff. The same kind of thing we see today is what you saw in 1987 when all of this started to come out. And it's really, really, really sad that people still have not learned. It's the same story with the COVID vaccines. Finally, the mainstream media is starting to admit what we've been knowing, we've known, geez, I cannot speak today, what we've known uh, since day one. Uh, they've now said, CNN and also IsraelNationalNews.com also said, guess what? COVID vaccines may impair long-term immunity to the virus. Good gracious. Thank you for joining the party. How many shots did it take you to come to this conclusion, Mr. Rosenberg? Research suggests that vaccination against COVID via mRNA vaccines may reduce the body's ability to produce key types of antibodies. Oh my gosh, who would have thunk the study draws upon data collected during Moderna's randomized control between uh, control trial between July of 20 and March of 21. Researchers looked at participants who tested positive for the coronavirus during the trial, comparing serum levels and blah, blah, blah. In particular, the study looks at the antibody response to the virus's nucleocapsid protein core and as a marker for comprehensive immune system responses to the virus as opposed to the narrower response to the spike protein. And Okay, so the point is, is that reading through this and muddling through all those big words, the point is this, that's... What happens is, as you begin to take this stuff, whatever this stuff is, you become more susceptible to the variants, to the different COVID variants, because your immune system is weakened. That's what this is all about. Of And here's the real crux of the article here. Among those with higher viral loads qualifying as mild cases rather than very mild, 71% of the unvaccinated developed anti-nucleocapsid antibodies compared to just 15% of those in the vaccine group. Of all unvaccinated subjects who had been diagnosed with the virus, nearly all of them, 93%, had measurable levels of anti-nucleocapsid antibodies compared to less than half, 40% of those in the vaccine cohort. So what does this mean? 
It means natural immunity is better. And it doesn't mean that the only way out of this is to take more boosters. It will never, ever, ever mean that. Because what we're finding out is that it's not just, it's not just what goes on with reducing your immune system response, but it also has to do with all of the other ailments that somebody could potentially suffer and subject themselves to uh, after they've taken at least one, uh, one or two of these doses. So, so, what else did we find out today? This comes from Dr. Mike Yeadon. He's on, uh, he's on Telegram and everything else. Um, so, here's the thing that he wrote today, and I thought this was kind of interesting because it backs up what we say. By way of background, oh, okay, so the title of this, Are Vaccines the Action to Create Conditions for Fertility Decline? that Henry Kissinger advocated for in 1974. By way of background, Dr. Wolfgang Wodarg and I filed a detailed petition with the European Medicines Agency on December 1st of 2020. In it, we warned about a range of safety concerns which we expected to see if EMA prematurely gave emergency use authorization to this gene-based vaccine. Okay, they're talking about the COVID-19, Cominardi, BioNTech crap. One related to reproductive health harms. Several others have been confirmed or suspected. Recently, a paper was published demonstrating exactly the concerns that we'd written about. That's not the correct conjunction of words there. It's not W-E apostrophe D, but whatever. Uh, so the paper that he's talking about is addressing anti Sincitin, or oh, I, I hope that's the way you say it. Once again, I hate these words. S-Y-N-C-Y-T-I-N, antibody levels and fertility and breastfeeding concerns following mRNA vaccinations. So what is Sincitin? At least that's how I'm pronouncing it. Whether that's how you actually pronounce it is another story. It is an environ. It is a protein found... Inhumans and other primates, and guess what? It is a cell-cell fusion protein whose function is best categorized in placental development. In other words, your reproductive system. It's something that we've heard about time and again. All of the people out there that have had their menstrual cycles screwed up, all of the studies, not the study, but the Pfizer release that we talked about, where Pfizer studied, oh, gosh, uh, you know, it, this is completely safe to take if you're a pregnant woman. But the whole problem with the study was that an overwhelming majority of the pregnant women that took the shot were in the third trimester. And so they just thought it was possibly early birth. But an overwhelming majority of women that took the shot in the first trimester suffered uh, spontaneous abortions. Uh, or spontaneous miscarriages, whatever it's called. Uh, but So that's what they're talking about here. So now, now the results are shocking, says Dr. Mike Yeadon. From the earliest time after the injection, all women had a measurable level 
of antibodies against the placental protein. Since it's all, since sentinel, whatever it is, one, even before, how do you say that goddamn word? This thing is going to piss me off. <laughs> Let's. Let, oh, UMF. <laughs> now my computer is all messed up. Okay, let's try this again. All right, uh, here we go. Pronunciate. There we are. How do you... I want to read it. I don't want you to say it to me. Jesus. Uh, how do you just say... Is Are people so stupid? Okay. Syncytia. Syncytia. Okay, syncytia. All right, that's how you say it. Syncytial 1. Uh, let's reread the sentence now. From the earliest time after the injection, all women had measurable levels of antibodies against the placental protein syncytial 1. Hey, I did it! Even before antibodies to spike protein increased. Worse, the authors proceeded to cover up and lie about the results. So what does that mean? It means that after the person was injected with this gene therapy prophylactic, what happens? There Syncytial 1 placental proteins, talk about alliteration, were affected. Their reproductive organs were affected before the vaccine even did what it was supposed to do, and that was to create the artificial spike proteins. This stuff went straight for people's reproductive systems, especially in women. So Dr. Mike continues this misleadingly, uh, stated this study more than once that no increase was observed. They claimed that this was by placing a wholly arbitrary threshold on the graph, then stating our results are below. I had read a leaked report conducted for Pfizer in relation to their regulatory submission in Japan. This was a study of distribution of the vaccine envelope for after injections into rats. They showed very unusual tissue distribution. There was 10 times more in ovaries and the spleen. Then I came across a paper from 2012 stating that these lipid nanoparticle formulations all accumulated in the ovaries across several test species. They're trying to sterilize people with this. There's no other way to look at it. And if you want the article, it's from Science Direct. It's from May 30th of 2012. Accumulation of nanocarriers in the ovary. A neglected toxicity risk? I would suggest so. So you can find the article. You can read about it. I'm not going to do it here because there's a lot of big words that I don't feel like reading. And finally, from the Brownstone Institute. This is them reinforcing the last call uh, podcast with Chris Michaels because we're brilliant, lovable fuzzballs. Aaron Cariotti wrote, and this was uh, yesterday, the World Health Organization Treaty is tied to a global digital passport and ID system. Now, there was a Canadian viral video that was making the rounds today, and somebody had hacked into the digital QR code uh, passport system, and they revealed the data that was stored in there. It shows everything about you. It shows first, last name. It shows 
your party, your political party affiliation. It shows if you're married or not. It shows your address. It shows everything about your life. You can imagine the power that somebody could have over you with all of that information in a centralized database. So Aaron says the World Health Organization recently announced plans for an international pandemic treaty tied to a digital passport and ID system. Meeting in December of 21 in a special session for only the second time since the World Health Organization's founding in 1948, it adopted a single decision titled The World Together. The World Health Organization plans to finalize the treaty by 2024, and it will aim to shift governing authority now reserved to sovereign states to the World Health Organization during a pandemic by legally binding members to the World Health Organization's revised international health regulations. So this is so important because I told you about this. I've been talking to you about this. What happens is the World Health Organization and Dr. Teddy Gesundheit, head of, who's, by the way, also got into the World Health Organization as a leader for another five years. we got to deal with that little weird creep. And shave the mustache. You look like a fucking fool. Oops, sorry. Didn't mean to drop an F-bomb. So this is the problem. Little Teddy Gesundheit could come out there and say, oh, the world is suffering from a pandemic. Oh, we need to shut down the world. By the way, they also reversed their opinion on lockdowns. They reversed it at the last second. Before, it was, eh, it really didn't work. Now it's, we must do it if it's necessary because it really does stop transmission. Did it? Just look at Australia. Anyway, the point being is, and you can read this article further. It basically goes through that the World Health Organization will give regional directors authority to implement World Health Organization recommendations. And it doesn't matter what the local laws are. It completely relies upon the authority of the World Health Organization, which is run by Gavi, which is funded by Bill Gates, to implement whatever it is they want to do. And... He leads the or leaves it off as part of this plan. The World Health Organization has contracted German based, oddly enough. Why does fascism always come from that part of the world? Deutsche Telekom subsidiary T Systems to develop a global vaccine passport system with plans to link every person on the planet to a QR code digital ID. Vaccination certificates. (laughs) (laughs) vaccination certificates that are tamper-proof and digitally verifiable build trust. No, it doesn't build trust. It builds dictatorships. World Health Organization is therefore supporting member states, I got a member for you, in building national and regional trust networks and verification technology. That comes from Garrett Mell, head of the World Health Organization's Department of Digital Health and Innovation. He should be have the title fascist. The World Health Organization's Gateway Service also serves as a bridge between regional systems. It can also be used as part of a future vaccination campaign and home-based records. They want to know every single detail about your life and your body in real time at any time. And they are going to try their damnedest in doing it. This is what I've been warning you about. 
This is what the Brown Note Institute has been telling you about. Time and again, well, they haven't been telling you about it. But the point remains that I've been telling you about it. Other smart people have been trying to warn you. We need to stand up to these ridiculous, fascist, dictatorial power structures that are run by bureaucratic individuals that are not elected, but are only doing the bidding of big money, big pharma, and the fascists in charge of all of these groups. They don't speak for us. They don't speak for health. They speak for profit. They speak for limiting freedom. And they speak for reducing the population as a whole by introducing drugs with adverse events that affect the reproductive systems of every human being. This is the Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels. As always, you can like me, share me, and do whatever else you want with photographs of my podcasts. Uh, Last Call Caravan on Instagram, Twitter, and Truth Social.